is Mr. Impact Wrestling himself, Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I 1. I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com All the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilly and you little wankers. We're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two! Arm bar! Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. Soda's rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> hey, what's up, TIW Mafia? It's the Yeti. Hey, just real quick. If you guys have not followed us on Twitter right now, we are giving away one year's free subscription to the WWE Network for those that follow us all the way up until we get 5,000 followers, folks. Our Twitter game is weak and we need your help. Hey, with that said, sit back, relax, enjoy the interview that we have with Ray Lynn. Uh, amazing individual, folks. She is giving up everything that she's got in her life, quitting her job, making a dedicated 100% effort to professional wrestling. We've seen her in Impact. We've seen her in Women of Honor. We've seen her in a WWE ring against Nia Jax and making her WOW Superheroes debut as Chantilly Chella. Rachel Bostic, folks. Enjoy the interview. What's up, everybody? JP here with Josh, and we have with us tonight Ray Lynn. Ray Lynn, how is it going tonight? How are I'm you? doing great, guys. Fabulous. I've just had the best couple of days ever. But like I said, every day is the best day ever for me. Yeah, I mean, you, you just got done with a photo shoot, right? Yeah, I did a photo shoot yesterday. I'm doing another photo shoot on Sunday. Um, I just ate so much pizza, though, so I hope I still look okay. <laughs> I literally was just stuffing my face with pizza. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll have abs, probably. They just won't be as good as they were yesterday for that shoot. <laughs> well, I mean, how that's hard work, right? I mean, it's it, you, your physique and what you do with your body is extremely hard work. Yeah, I, um, my friends, they're always asking me for advice and stuff but it's like unless you're a hundred percent dedicated to a lifestyle you're not gonna have abs and there's nothing wrong with that if you want to work out to be physically fit or and to be healthy that's cool but my goals are different than that so I do spend about six hours or six days a week in the gym probably about an hour to two two hours a day and then I'm in in in-ring training two three times a week Wow! Yeah, I put my body through the ringer. Luckily, I work right next door to a chiropractor, so he's like my best friend. Speaking of big year, I mean, we're talking Impact Wrestling, uh, Women of Honor, WoW Superheroes. I mean, that's pretty impressive resume before you head over um, to Japan, right? Uh, Yeah, it's awesome. Like this year, I just feel so blessed. Uh, I want to say around June. Uh, have you you guys know of Rise? 
the people. Oh, absolutely. Kevin, Kevin Harvey and Rice. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to talk sweet on them for a second. Uh, so I would say, I think it was about two years ago, I did the first ever Rise. I didn't get picked to be a part of the roster that time. I And it was kind of a good thing, I think, because I got to meet all these women that were like amazing wrestlers. I got to learn from the best people in the business. And I realized that I wasn't up to standard yet. And it's I think it's good to surround yourself with uh, people that are above where you are and where you want to be. So... It made me realize that I needed to work harder and I kept working and working and training and continuing to do seminars. And I did another rise seminar about, I want to say it was a, a, a whole year later. And after that I got picked because I, I had improved a lot and I keep improving because it, it's an amazing program that they do. I, I do all the seminars. So I'm learning from the top women's wrestlers in the world. We had uh we had Zoe on here yeah. earlier this year, so that's pretty cool too. Um, yeah, I love her. Uh, she lives <laughs> near me, so we we train together and we drive together and we wrestle each other a lot. <laughs> that tends to happen, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I would like I like wrestling her, so it's all good. But as far as with the rise thing goes, they here in Pittsburgh they did uh, a rise and impact seminar. So it was Rise and Impact. Um, I, we had Gail Kim, Jimmy Jacobs, Scott Demore, and Sanjay Dutt. Was that and October? I, that was not October. That was... Challenge in my head now. No, that was in May. It was here May. in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, yeah, so bird. we did that tryout, and <laughs> I think after that, that was whenever I had contact with Impact, and that's when they asked me if I'd be interested in doing this uh, past one in October in Vegas. I mean, that shows you the value of the seminars. It really it does. It really does. That's why I wanted to say, put a second to be sweet about them, because without that, I wouldn't be learning what I'm learning. I wouldn't have got my name out like I did this year. No, we're always going to be, we're always, always, always going to be sweet on Kevin Harvey and Rise and everybody down yeah. there. And, and we're, because it's, I first ran into them on Twitch when Kevin first started. And I remember how difficult it was for him to get this thing off the ground. And it got to a point where it was like he wanted to throw his hands up. But I think the entire wrestling community saw that tweet and was like, no, dude, keep going because you're doing huge things for women in professional wrestling. Uh, he really is. And um, for Japan, actually, he was one of the first yeah. people I contacted about getting my stuff together. Like Kevin sent me my matches. He helped me put together a resume. Uh He's been so helpful for, I'm like really grateful for him. I really am. How important is it for you to have somebody like that, that will help you put a resume together to get where you want to go? So stuff like that is not my strong suit. I have a hard time. I've never had to do that. I cut hair and I've been a bartender, like putting Hell a resume yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a thing I do. But he literally, like, sends me, like, a sample thing, tells me what I should highlight, what my attributes are, how to set myself aside from other people. And it's important. Like, I think girls really underestimate the value of a good resume and having people on your side, like a good team. Yeah, it, it's... And, uh, 
when you do these seminars, you meet these women that are there to help you, like Gail Kim. Like, how amazing. She's someone that I can go to and ask for help. Man, that's uh, huge. That's huge. That's incredible. When you head over, are you familiar with Chonko? Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's something, are you going to be staying in a dorm over there, or how are you going to be living when you're over there in Japan? Do you I know yet? going to be living in a dojo. Okay. So yeah. what we've heard, I mean, this is just knowledge that we've gained from Rex Andrews and some other individuals that have been in Japan. Is it Chonko is something that they have there on a daily basis. It's cabbage soup, right, JP? Yeah, basically. Basic. And it's always available in the, in the, the dojo. dojos. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm Polish, so my grandma was always cooking cabbage. I just, I that smell. <laughs> nice. So is that a good smell or a bad smell? Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> well hopefully it'll be better but if if uh we're going to be interested to see if they have a version of chonko or something like that that's available for you guys on a regular basis that's because it's important i mean how much you're not stature wise an overly big girl i mean you're not what do you weigh a buck 10 maybe Actually, with the muscle I weigh a lot more than people think i weigh 120 Awesome. So, and that's what I want to say is muscle weighs yeah. a lot. It's a muscle is a ton yeah. of weight. It's a ton. It, so that just shows ice 10 pounds off. Yeah. Most people, they, they don't, they never know. How does that, I'm going to kind of get off subject a little bit before we get back, but um, in your career, you've wrestled, a, you've been with a lot of people that have gone further so far. And the, the one I'm going to, I mean, Chelsea Green, and that's who you remind me of right now, is you've just, Chelsea's kind of moved on. Yeah. Thing, and you're there now. You're, you're there doing what you're doing. Yeah, uh, I've, I've heard that before. Uh, I like, Chelsea is super cool. She has a great personality. I really enjoy her too. And yeah, uh, she's actually taller than I am. But we are built similar. Is she still your Harley Quinn gimmick? No, she was Catwoman <laughs> and I was Harley. I was talking nope. more on all in. Huh? When she did when she did her when she did the uh all in when she did the two face. That was pretty cool too, right? That was really cool. She's awesome. Yeah. She has so much character and charisma, like you can't teach that to anyone. Now, how cool is it to be able to entertain people and do something like the Holly Quinn thing? Uh, so, when they told me I was going to be Harley Quinn, I was like, God, everyone's Harley Quinn. Why do I have to be Harley Quinn? You know, because it, it was like a really overplayed thing that year. Yeah. But I enjoy, I didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy being Harley Quinn until I actually did it. I was like, oh, I'm really good at this. <laughs> but. It's not too far off from um, my regular Ray Cray, Ray Lynn character. Right? Yeah, That's... it's not too far off. How often, How do you get to pick when you kind of bring this stuff out? Do you, I mean, finishers, are you, some of the stuff that I've read, so you have to tell me if it's right or, I mean, are you, you do have, are you the Miley Silas of pro wrestling? Is that what everybody calls you? Um, Back in the day, I cut that there off. There we go. I cut that off. I was like, I'm so done with you. So, but the finish, I mean, the, the wrecking ball is a pretty good finisher, though, right? Uh, the wrecking ball was just a Bronco Buster. <laughs> awesome. 
but uh, yeah, Dylan was the Justin Bieber of professional wrestling, and yeah. I was the Miley Cyrus. But we both went like different ways with that. Like he's calling himself Money Weight now, and then I'm just Ray Cray. Uh, we our our characters are developing, and we didn't need them anymore. Who are you, <laughs> uh, speaking of character development, who do you and and where you're at, and what you're doing through these seminars and the people that you're developing these relationships with who's helping you with that character development and the psychology with your matches right now if you can say or not uh, as far as like character stuff goes it's trial and error like no one can really tell you who to be you know um so that's something i i, I did do the miley cyrus thing for a while and then I, that wasn't working out for me it, it was just getting dry so now I just feel like I, I'm sassy. I'm a sassy person. I I bartended for 12 years. I, I'm, I work in a barber shop. So yeah, I got a foul mouth. I'm sassy. I'm quick with comebacks. That's my character now. Like I'm me. I'm just. I'm always pretty amped up. I drink way too much caffeine, and I'm just that loud mouth. And I'm gonna just be me. <laughs> And I think that's what's so cool about what's going on in professional wrestling right now is everybody has that ability to be themselves and yeah. launch themselves wherever they want to go. If I was going to get to be a character character like back in the day, I would want to be a T-Rex and I would go by Ray Rex. <laughs> that sounds like a Chikara <laughs> character right there. Yeah, that's what I would want to do. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, how do you find it being in a, a relationship with another wrestler? I think that it it is a struggle um, as well as a blessing. Like it's hard because we both travel so much. And I would I want to say I can't I think it was the month of August. We maybe we lived together and we saw each other like four or five times. It was just like he was one place and I was somewhere else. And but at the same time, could you really date someone outside of the business? Because you're they would they understand that you're going to be gone like that and like i'm about to be gone for three months you know yeah and that's that's the truth it's most people don't understand your lifestyle that you're not home on the weekends uh, you oh, might yeah. be in three different states on a, any given weekend <laughs> wake me up when september ends right right <laughs> so. exactly and that's the thing most people they look forward to the weekends to be off and it's like I work a full-time job during the week. Well, I guess it's not full-time. I make my own hours. but And I usually don't work full-time. I work on the lower side of the hour range. But I work <laughs> during the week. I'm in the gym. And then I'm at training. And then uh, weekends come and I'm wrestling. So Cool. Let's get a little bit old school. Um, OVW. Yeah. How, how was your time in OVW? So... Oh man, I even really even remember it. So, <laughs> that <laughs> means it was fun. Whole, my story about going to OVW is a little crazy. That's so, the good shit, though. That's what makes it you. It is. It, it definitely makes my story unique. Um, Holiday always says, "Girl, you're gonna have one hell of a backstory when it finally happens for you." <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so. I just I was cutting hair one day and I had always told everyone that I wanted to be a pro wrestler like all the time I was I had a whole character that I played in the salon I was kind of like the rock of the hair salon right, right. so uh, I told everyone all the time so I ended up just quitting my job I was like I need to save up more money and I make more money bartending I'm going to wrestling school and they're like what I'm like yeah I'm out of here so 
I'm full-time bartending. I save up all my money. I moved down to uh, Louisville. I've, I needed a place to live, so I found a roommate on Craigslist. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Couch surfing. Couch surfing. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I go down there, and I start my beginner's class with Nick Dinsmore. Uh, was my trainer, so Eugene. That was pretty awesome. Uh, there was only one other person in my class at the time, and it was a guy. Uh, so training was going not to, I wasn't very good. I was, I was actually pretty awful. It was bad. My roommate was, uh, in that case. Cause you know, I found her on Craigslist. She <laughs> eat all, she ate all my food. She wouldn't replace it. And then she didn't like that. I was up in the morning and it, she was kind of a hoe too. So she was always bringing dudes <laughs> to the house. And I was like, dude, I'm a bartender. I have cash everywhere. And I, it just was not working out. So I decided to ask everyone around at OVW. I was like, does anyone have a couch I can live on? Does anyone have a place I can stay? So there was a boy named Darren. And I ended up moving into, he had a one-bedroom apartment. Uh, I ended up moving into the living room. And we split the living room off with someone else. So there were three of us in this one-bedroom apartment. It smelled. Um, <laughs> our shower that's just always mac and, That's just mac and cheese. We cook mac and cheese all the time. That's the smell. Oh, my God. It was so awful. <laughs> but how pro wrestling too- is that? Yeah, it just smelled like socks. I swear. It was just dirty socks. Uh, our shower didn't work. It always broke. So we like literally had to go to the gym every day so we could shower. Uh, I mean, it was rough. Oh, it was so rough. There were cockroaches in this apartment as well. It was just disgusting. But, I mean, we paid $200 each a month, so we worked yeah. minimally. Like, <laughs> how, much is that, how much is that hard work paid off for you right now in where you're at in the year that you've had? I, I mean, I look back, and, you know, even whenever I was living in that situation, like, my friends that I bartended with would come over and see my place, and they'd be like, good lord, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> and it didn't, like, phase me at all. Like, I was so unfazed because I was so motivated and dedicated to what I wanted to do. I didn't care. It wasn't anything to me. So, like, looking back, I just, I, I was so motivated. It didn't phase me, and it still doesn't. Like, it, it makes me smirk now because I'm a little bit older, and I would think uh, hopefully I wouldn't want to live like that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mom probably cried when she saw the apartment. Well, here's the, here's the thing, though, is when you live the lifestyle that you do, when you live as a barber and a, and a bartender, you know what hard work is. You know what dedication is. You know what it takes to be successful. You know what hustle is. Yeah, all day yeah. long, right? I've always been hustling for money. And I also valet cars during the day. Like, I've done any weird, odd job you can think of just to make money and work around my wrestling schedule. But. And I'm, I just, I'm, I'm so ready for 2019 and for you. I'm I'm just, is there one moment like we're talking about rise in these seminars? Was it, has there been like one, is there one person or one thing that somebody said that clicked for you to get to that dedication part where you, where you had said it was just, you know, I'm, I wasn't as dedicated as I am now. Was there one person or somebody that said something to you that, that got you to that point? Yeah. There really was. Um, 
I, I felt like I was dedicated, but like I've always worked a lot. I've been a workhorse since I was like 16. I've always had multiple jobs. So I would kind of get sidetracked with my jobs, trying to make money, always trying to hustle and bustle. When I realized I needed to focus more on um, if I want to be a wrestler, I need to focus on being a wrestler and maybe not have as much money saved back, maybe not have nice things anymore. Um, I don't I don't really buy new clothes anymore or anything like that. And it was uh, Medusa actually was the, doing the seminar that day. And she said, wrestling doesn't owe you shit. And when she yeah. said wrestling doesn't owe you shit, and it was coming from her and she was just talking about her experiences and how she was broke. It made me realize like, hey, yeah, I, I have nicer things right now because I'm working all these jobs. I literally quit bartending I, so I could go to training more often. So when she said wrestling doesn't owe you shit, it made me realize, like, I need to just be 100% dedicated to this. And is that, it, when you say 100% dedicated, I mean, we've talked about already how your your workout and what you do. How much does your diet play into your workout and what you do? Um, so, some of the other wrestlers, they'll make fun of me because they eat like shit and I really don't. Um, I literally have my meals packed all the time and it saves me a ton of money. Like I'm not spending money on the road. I have everything with me that I need. Uh, my diet is the main important thing. Abs are made in the kitchen. So, uh, everything's portioned. Everything's weighed out. It's put into little containers and it goes with me everywhere. That's the smart way of doing it though. And that's. Like, I used to set up shows. I never wrestled. I never did anything like that. But I'd be backstage at a lot of shows. And uh, typically the body people, the, the wrestlers that are in shape, the, you know, they that's typically how they traveled from what I saw. Yeah. And yes, like you said, you save money. You're not making a killing at the shows. So no. you pack your food. You save, you're saving yourself up to 20 bucks. At least. And, yeah, it's one of those little things that people don't realize when you're living your life as a business like a wrestler does, because your life is a business at that point, then that's one of those things where if you want to make a little extra profit, you get a little better return on investment by packing a bag of, packing a lunch. Packing your lunch. I, I mean, ugh, I that's, hate tuna. I eat tuna packets all the time. I hate that <laughs> shit. I eat it all the time. Like... <laughs> Protein. <laughs> I have learned um, I recently did a whole bunch of stuff to find out my background so I figured out what I need to eat in my diet and why I need my diet for this and all that stuff. so it's pretty interesting to see how much your genetics play into your diet and your makeup as a person because oh, there's different the there's work? oh yeah I did oh, all that's of it awesome. yeah so I've, I've got all that done and, and, the, and the coolest thing and JP and I I think we probably talk about this too much is that there are so many different body styles in women's professional wrestling right now and they're all beautiful and amazing people i mean it's just it, it size doesn't matter it's just there's girls like the new gal max that's coming out of ovw that that's why i asked about ovw and you've got just girls that are power lifters that can probably kick my ass oh my gosh i know it's intense it's intense and it just how cool is it that you've got the ability now to there's not a mold anymore it's gone there is no mold that can define 
anybody anymore in professional wrestling. It's just a cool time, I think. I absolutely love it. I, I mean, I personally prefer people that do some sort of fitness. I don't. I, I think that if you are a wrestler, you need to at least be going to the gym. You don't have to have a six-pack, but you need to be going to the gym. You need to care. You know, you need to care about what you look like at least a little bit. And but it is it's an awesome time in wrestling. That's and that's the thing is like everybody everybody used to bust on Samoa Joe because I was like, oh, he doesn't work out. He doesn't do this. He doesn't that. But he does. He's just naturally. That's his build. Yeah. Some people are just bigger. Yeah. And that's you still you cannot do it if you don't have cardio. There's no way. Oh, absolutely. I remember there were girls that, that are signed now to WWE and I remember them when I met them like when I first started saying that they didn't think that they looked like a girl that would ever be in WWE and now they're on the main roster kicking ass and it's it's awesome to see every single week we were just JP and I were just talking about this the other night because we were list, we were talking about Nia Jax and Ruby yeah. Riot Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. I mean, you can you can line these all these girls up just one by one by one by one, and they're all different. And that's what's so yeah. amazing yeah. about it. They're and, all unique, and every one of them is beautiful. Yes, you know, so and they're, they they all have yeah. It's there's no, and they're all so talented. Like it's not women's wrestling used to kind of be the popcorn match, and it was like the it, you know it was a the what match. It was a popcorn. The popcorn Pop- match. Popcorn or a popcorn <laughs> match? <laughs> oh, my Boston accent. All right. Listen. Josh, Is that like saucer? So I, I knew this was going to happen tonight because you're in Pittsburgh. Josh is a oh, Steelers fan, and we're playing the Patriots Sunday. Oh, yeah. So I knew I was going to get cornered today at some oh. point. <laughs> I mean, I, can't, I don't want to say anything because we don't really have a good record against Tom Brady, so. No. See, see, JP, she is a true Steelers fan because she's humble like me. She knows that the Patriots <laughs> kick our fucking ass every time we play them. We expect to lose, and when we win, it's like a fucking Super Bowl for us. No, and that's—I mean, the Patriots just <laughs> lost. To, I just the Patriots just lost to Miami last week, so I don't know. I, I ben, don't know. What when is Ben Roethlisberger has a jersey of Tom Brady hanging in his office, yeah. signed by Tom Brady to him personally, does he really? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. That's, I mean, Tom Brady is the goat. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Achieving. I hate to say it. Like, I won't. <laughs> since I do, I work in the shop. There's always sports playing, and everyone's always bitching about Tom Brady. And I'm like, I think people bitch about him so much because, like, he, everything he's accomplished. Yeah. They, they, I don't think Tom Brady cares, though. I think he sleeps just fine on his million dollar mattress for a mattress <laughs> well, well yeah, tom brady's a god he's like up there he's he he's just hanging up there looking he at everybody else like <laughs> yeah here's the thing with tom brady and like all the money he has he's not the breadwinner in his family right? <laughs> exactly dude <laughs> oh he's just gonna go to sleep on his cloud up and have him with the supermodel wife right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that makes more money than him <laughs> so <laughs> that's the cool thing that's what i think is so cool and jp it's the empowerment of women yeah and where professional wrestling is, is right now and that's... jp let's we're halfway in real quick let's take a break All and right. then when we come back i really want to talk about um while superhero was in the taping down there i know you can't Raylan, talk about specifics but i just want to see if we can touch on just the experience and how fun it was absolutely 
Hey Smarks, your boys J Bomb and Desmino here to tell you that if you're enjoying this awesome podcast, then you'll love ours over at Talkamania. Weekly episodic podtastic adventures, as well as additional content such as our 10 count episodes, prediction shows, contests, and more. What is Talkamania exactly? Well, just a couple dudes from Canada who grew up on pro wrestling through the 80s, 90s, the Attitude Era, WCW, to the now, man. We live tweet, we periscope, we drink beer. We're Canadian, eh? You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast kicks from. And give us a listen and a subscription. You can also find us on Twitter, at underscore Talkamania. Be part of the Talkamania family. Be a Talkamaniac, brother. Hey, TIW Mafia, it's the Yeti. Hey, let's get serious for a second here. Let's talk about sex, like good sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, guys. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Guys, you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Hey guys and gals, my package is on its way. And remember, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in a pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Listen guys, I don't have erectile dysfunction. Even if it's not, even if you don't, this is an enhancement. And listen to this. This is amazing, guys. Listen to this right now. They're made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. That's right, T-A-W Mafia. Visit BlueChew.com. Remember that. That's the color blue and get your first shipment free. That's right, free when you use our special promo code IRISH. That's I-R-I-S-H, folks, and just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code IRISH. Try it free, guys. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms. Platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. All right, everyone, we're back. JP here with Josh. Sorry we had to pay some bills there. Keep this thing running. And we're still here with Ray Lynn. Ray oh, Lynn. Pay our bills. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good, Just though, doesn't stories. it? Just tell stories. Yeah. That pays for the alcohol marijuana. That's it. Yes. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm drinking. I'm literally drinking a water. Good for you. And I'm. A, that's all I'm drinking is water too. So I guess it doesn't pay for that either. Yours is in your bong. Yeah. <laughs> it's medicinal. No. It's medicinal. No, really. Over the past couple of years, you've done some <laughs> like you've done some really big stuff in wrestling. Including WWE, you started off 2017 working uh, Monday Night Raw in a match. As and the cool part about your name is they didn't have to change it too much, so you were still Ray Lynn. Oh yeah, they and wrestled Nia Jax. It was pretty cool, actually. Um, thanks to Britt Baker, who was backstage with me that day, because they were like, "Oh, what does she go by?" And she goes, "Oh, it's Ray Lynn." And they're like, "Oh, okay." So they just use my name. It's 
perfect. Thanks, Britt. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was, so, that's the cool that's what's so cool about professional wrestling a lot of times is that the cool names just happen and they happen to be there it's just there yeah. but it's now it's people just... you can get called to tv a ton and go there and nothing happens or you're say, you know i don't want to throw too much but you know there's different roles that are played when you get called to those shows what's it like to find out you're actually going to get a match so yeah um me and Britt were there. We drove there, and we had done it before, like, her first time. The She did the one with Nia as well. And we did a little thing in the beginning, and they picked Britt. And, then, like, the next time we're there, we walked in, and literally Cohn was like, hey, um, go get your physical. You're going to have a match tonight with Nia. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. And I'm like, who do I tell? I'm like, am I allowed to tell people? Can I tell people? And so I'm, like, kind of, like, freaking out, like, who can I tell? You know, so, of course, I'm, like, sneaking in the bathroom, texting my mom. I'm, like, hey, watch Raw. And then, like, <laughs> sneaking around trying to tell people. Um, it was really cool. Uh, I So my one boss, where I was working at the time, he got me into wrestling uh, at the bar I worked at. So I, I text him. So everyone at work, they had it on every TV at the bar. Can you say and the name so, of the bar? Huh? Can you say the name of the bar? Um, it, I worked in a place called Cheers. It's closed now. Unfortunately, the owner passed away. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Bad question. Good it, job, Josh. It, no, it's okay. <laughs> Literally, though, it was on every TV. And then I worked at Applebee's, too. And um, it was on every TV at Applebee's. And people were, like, surrounding the TV. And no one was getting served. <laughs> <laughs> no one made tips that night, huh? Uh, They might have. Just because my segment was what, like 50 seconds, so they only had the 50 seconds to occupy. <laughs> now, doing that, and you've done impact, how how cool is that? Like, just you're in wow, superheroes, like, you're now you're not just a wrestler now, now you're like, uh, you're a TV personality. It's so cool. Um, I love wow because uh, it's a different character. Which it's still like I feel like all these characters are still me. Like I still make them me, other than like Chantilly Chella is my character. Wow, and she has purple hair, and I had purple hair for a while. And the Dave McLean saw it, and he's like, "Can you have purple hair for this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can do that." So my character is all about vibes, uh, peace, love techno music and dancing in fields like i don't really care for techno music that much but Chantel is <laughs> so it's so fine. you're like a you're a new age daisy hayes yeah yeah <laughs> that's a good way to put it yeah i didn't even think of it that way uh and for the longest time i played i was always a heel everywhere and over this past year i'm all of a sudden a baby face everywhere and i'm enjoying that too i would always you, yeah baby, go ahead you're gonna baby. ask the same thing Babyface would probably be easier for you, no? Uh, uh, you know, I don't think either one of them are easier. Actually, I think it was a little bit harder for me to be a babyface because I was so used to being able to just be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> What's so, more fun? Which more? I enjoy both of them. I, okay. I just love wrestling so much. That's... How cool is that, though, that you get to do different things on different levels with different characters and yeah. get the same reaction that you would as a healer face is that's got to be fun 
it, it's a ton of fun and it, it's all like learning it's trying to figure out what works for what character i'm doing like i got to be me on impact so i was me I got to go in there and show them what Ray Lynn, Ray Cray does. It was cool. Like whenever I walked out, they had my uh, logo up for my one t-shirt on the thing. So that was, that was cool. Who gives you, like when you, when you do the impact, you do the WB, you get, you get done and, and there's people giving you feedback, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, is there any, I mean, is there a common theme? Is there stuff that people are saying that, man, this, this, and this? What are they saying? Um, is it a common thing with people that are between Raw, Impact, the independents, um, just everything that you're doing? Is there, is there a typical thing that comes up commonly for you? Um, well, for WWE, they always told me I was too small, but I have not been there in a long time, so... I mean, they probably still tell me I was too small and they can, I, I, I mean, I'm me, I'm this size, this is who I am, I'm not going to get much bigger than this, I'm a full-grown woman, I'm like, I can't do anything about that, um, but at Impact, I, I got nothing but positive feedback at WOW, I got nothing but positive feedback at Women of Honor, I got positive feedback, like, I, I just, if anything, they just said, keep on going, just keep on pushing. Like something's gonna happen for me. They said they see my determination. So, and how much? Good. And when they when they say keep working, and the, and the reason I ask this because I think there's a lot of people out there, um, just worldwide that listen to us that are like you. They're thinking about getting started. They want to get started. They just don't know how to do it. And I think you're putting forward exactly how much dedication it takes, no matter how big or small you are. Yeah, uh, that's the thing, and. They're like, you just need to keep getting your name out there. You need to just keep be everywhere. Honestly, you need to be everywhere. And that's the uh, JP. That's kind of the theme for everybody. I think that we've talked to this year is just be yeah. be yourself, but, but put your put yourself out there as much as you possibly yeah. can. Yeah. Everything you do, you need to like hype up. It could be the smallest show, but I just continue to try to work and continue to wrestle. Yeah. You don't know who's in the audience. You don't. You don't Ever. know who you're going to meet. You don't know who you're going to impress. You don't. Yeah, you really don't. You know, that's the thing is you might go to a small show, but you don't know who's in the audience. You don't know who's backstage. You don't know what connections they have. And the, every show matters. It really does. And it does. Now, when you started working, when you did the WoW superhero stuff, Mm-hmm. Did you go back and did you when you worked with you got to work with Dave McLean? Did you go back and watch like the old glow stuff? Oh, I thought you were going to ask about the old Wild stuff because I never really watched any of that. But I have seen some old glow. I definitely watched the documentary. I definitely watched the TV show. It's great. The TV yeah. show is awesome. Awesome. So good. Uh, but yeah, I watched a little bit of it. The whole Wow thing came up kind of crazy. I. Had just moved to LA. I wrestled for championship wrestling from Hollywood for the first time. And I'm, oh my gosh, why is his name slipping me right now? Mike Rain. Dave Marquez. No, not Dave was my neighbor. I would never forget Dave's name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He fed me. Love him. Is that right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, it was a ring announcer. But uh, he had seen me that night, so I reached out to Wow because someone told me to, and I reached out, 
and within that next week, they they used to do these things called Friday night fights. They had me come yep. in. I did a Friday night fight. And then the next month, they had me do another Friday night fight. And then they had me do another Friday night fight. And then I heard that they were going to do... So this was the taping before this big one that we just did with MGM. Um, I had heard they were taping. And I kind of got sad because I hadn't heard anything. And I was like, man, they had me do all these Friday night fights. And they're going to use me for the big show. All right. So it was like a week and a half before and I get a call from Dave McLean. He goes, Rachel, David McLean here. And I'm like, I know your number's saved in my phone. But um, <laughs> he's like, that was whenever he's like, would you mind dyeing your hair? And I'm thinking, I would never dye my hair dark. I'm a blonde. I'm thinking, oh, I hope, oh, what color? And that's whenever he's like, I want you to dye your hair purple. And this is the character we have for you. And da, 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 da. So, yeah, I was just super stoked. And it was Everything about the whole wow thing, it's fun. It's quirky. It's like, I don't yes. know. I it's, love that type of stuff. It's, I do. I like Chikara and the wow, the, just the characters on it. Because, like, I'm, I'm older than you. I'm 43, 44, actually. And characters were what drove wrestling back then. And it's, it was. It was more character than wrestling. But now it's more... It's a good mixture of both. You have yes. to have both. Character will make you stand out, but you have to be able to wrestle because it's right. not it's not that age anymore where you can get away with not knowing what you're doing. Right, yeah. Then it's not like squash matches. Every match is a main event type of match at this point on a card. But it, like the character-based promotions, I just I, I find myself drawn to. So I think stuff like wow, and I think that's just going to be huge once it hits the TV in January. So excited! We're on right before New Japan too, so that's like it's, a good time slot. That's like yeah. the best two hours in wrestling right yep. there. That is. what do you, Raylan? Let me ask you this because you, I mean, bartending, doing all the stuff that you do as in childhood. Were you athletic? Did you? What did you do as a child in Pittsburgh? So. I started karate when I was four. My mom put me into karate. <laughs> so you've always been a badass is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so my real dad had like some questionable girlfriends. and My mom wanted to make sure I could kick their ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she put me in karate when I was four. And then like I love Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. And like I was pretty sure I was going to be one of those when I grew up. So uh I, I wanted to do gymnastics too, but then it started cutting into karate time. Uh, I also played softball. I played softball for a long time, soccer, uh, but martial arts was always like my favorite top number one thing I did. You you managed to come about as close to being a Ninja Turtle or a Power Ranger as you could. I know. My friends say my belly looks <laughs> like a turtle shell. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy. <laughs> Oh, I'm just there's so many Takara characters that are coming up right now. Steve, I know I'd be I would be great there. <laughs> just just you, putting it out there, putting a yeah, out there I, all day long. <laughs> I mean, are you ever back in? Are you ever in the Pittsburgh area? Are you ever? Did you go back home a lot? I'm currently living in Pittsburgh again. Okay, I've been. I came back a year ago. It, it's funny, like cause I'll run into people and they'd be like, "Do you? Oh, are you visiting?" I'm like, "No, I live here." They're like, "What?" No one ever knows where I live because I'm posting so much. And they're like, oh, I thought you were in Florida. I thought you were in California. I thought you were. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, it's called a flight. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, better, it's better in 2018 to be openly gay than it is to be 
an open professional wrestling fan. You think so? Oh, yeah. It's We've talked to <laughs> Philip and all these guys all the time. It's like, hey, I was I was more scared to tell people I was a wrestling fan than I was gay. Oh, wow. I mean, I could But us that grew up in it, we're, we're fine with it. Yeah, a lot, everybody, of, a lot of people are scared. Everybody around me knows I'm a wrestling fan because I'm. I, that's all I talk about. It comes up in almost every conversation. Yeah, same with me. If I don't like wrestling, you can't be in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my best friend does not like wrestling, but like she tries to talk to me about her boring marketing job, so I just don't <laughs> want to talk about that. <laughs> no, well, those. Oh, really? What's your with- ROI? What's the return on investment? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I'm like, I don't care, dude. Can we just, you know, fart jokes again? Like, come on. <laughs> will they uh, Will they go and support you, though? Uh, she was at my first match five what? years ago, so no. <laughs> I mean, they're supportive <laughs> from a distance. Like, they buy my t-shirts, and then, like, they understand why I'm not at their birthdays, and they understand why I'm not doing certain things, but... Like, I don't know. I, I honestly don't think they realize, like, everything I have done, what I have accomplished, but it's okay. They will someday. I yes. mean, that's, you had yeah. an amazing 2018 and going into 2019 and the, the, the marvelous dojo that you're going to in Japan. How much, how much do you know about it with Kevin's help and how much can you kind of tell us about what you're going to be doing over there if you know as far as what your role is going to be? So- I had a couple friends over that have been over there and they've been trying to like give me the you know the scoop on everything that's going to be going on. So uh, basically I'm going to be training 5 days a week in the ring and then we have uh shows on the weekend. So it'll be a lot like it is now except for I won't have to cut hair during the day or anything. <laughs> um, and I'll be going through Japanese style strong style training. So that'll be different than what we do here too. Um, training every day. I don't know how the intensity level of it. Um, I'm not used to that. I train about two to three days a week. Uh, so I'll be training a lot. I know I'll be living in a dojo with all Japanese girls. They speak very little English. So there'll be that. Uh, I'll have to eat their food if I don't want to have to pay for it. And I don't, <laughs> so I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn to love whatever they are cooking. I spent six. I spent seven months in Japan, and okay. the culture the culture over there is amazing. The people are so welcoming. Um, and do do you do you like fish? Eh, no, I didn't. No. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> but I'll eat it. <laughs> well, just get used to the chicken. Whatever they feed you, just call it chicken. Besides <laughs> the fish. Well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> And make time, like, make sure, because you're over there, you're going to be busy. Make sure you find some time to actually go out and see some stuff. Like, enjoy it. You get an opportunity not a lot of people get to to go over there and wrestle. And, like, wrestling in Japan is huge. But make sure you get some time to go out and actually see some sights. Oh, yeah. I absolutely need to get out and see things. I Last winter, we had a Japanese guy named Hiroki from the, I think, Zero... No, I can't remember what dojo he's from. Zero One. Zero One or Russell Pro? It was something one. I think it was Zero One. And he stayed with us over the winter. So I learned a bit about the culture through him. And we had our little language barriers, but we became very good friends. So I'm hoping to get to visit him while we're there. 
but we now have friends over there. Um. <laughs> what do you? Yeah. So you, I mean, you're. This is a huge sacrifice. This is three months, right? Yeah. So it, you, you're not. I mean, in all reality, you bartend and, and you're a cosmetologist by mm-hmm. trade. So when you give this up for three months, you're you're giving up your income I, for three months. I am. I am. Like I'm. The money that I'm guaranteed to make is like significantly less than what I make at work. Um, I actually, this is kind of funny and this kind of like grinds my gears a little bit. <laughs> I was wrestling at a local Pittsburgh show. I, I, it was before I announced that I was going because I hadn't received my visa yet. I charge for, for photo. It's, it's my income. Like I charge for people to take a photo with me. I don't yeah, ask yeah. for much. I, I, I set out the, and it, I give them something too. I have buttons for a dollar. I have this for $3. I have this for $5. I have this for $10. I ask people to buy something. And I'll take a picture with you. I'll sign whatever. You have three kids, buy a dollar button. I'll take a picture with all three of your kids at the same time, though. So, uh, (laughs) last week, I'm at my local. It's a great deal. That's that's like 33 cents a kid. Right. It really is. So, you know, I'm just trying to save up money for my trip. This is. I, I, I'm giving up a lot. I've been trying to save as much as I can, but you never know. Wrestling's crazy. Anything could happen, right? Right. So this guy comes, this little girl comes up and I say, hey, yeah, I give her my spiel. You know, this is a dollar. This is three, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, the dad like snatches them away. Da, 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 da. Starts posting all this nasty stuff all over my uh, social media. And I'm thinking, well, Bill, and that's his name, Bill. Uh, I don't follow you. You follow me. And uh, I was only asking for a dollar, Bill. And you don't know my situation. You have a job. This is my job. So, I, I mean, I wish people realized that. Like, right. when you're at a show and a wrestler asks you to, and you want to take a picture with your favorite wrestler, give them a little tip. Yeah, it's, you, uh, don't, it's, you don't walk into a corner store and ask to get a soda for free. Yeah. And that's yeah. another thing. Like, I wrestle on Saturdays. Saturdays is one of the busiest days in the salon. So, I also think of it that way, too. Yeah. You know, it's my, wrestling is my job. And that's yeah, and it, so I I completely agree with you, and I think the uh, those tables, I mean that's you can make more at that table than you can on the shows. And that's what you know, that's what we intend to do. So right. And that being said, like I heard that the Japanese audiences are very great about um, buying yeah. merchandise and helping out with the wrestlers that they support. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm quitting my job for three months. I'm not going to see my family for three months, my friends. Uh, you know, it's a big sacrifice. It's a huge sacrifice, but I want to learn. And this has been my goal since day day one goal was to wrestle in Japan. So That's, here we go. It, it's incredible. And that, like because Japan is, you know, it is a lot of people's goals and it. That's. But you're not done. You're going to come back from Japan, and I hope you know that's not your last stop. Like you got such a ways to go in this. And I'm it's so excited. You have to get over there and get a hold of Big Boy Lance Archer when you're over there. All right, I can do that. <laughs> He'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like the American wrestlers. They do. I mean. From what I understand, they do kind of get taken care of because they'll pair you up with someone else. You know, and you'll you'll wind up like you said. The fans are 
supposedly the fans are awesome over there as far as buying merchandise and that type of thing, sponsoring wrestlers even. Dude, they're insane. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that right now. So, they're insane about wrestling and they're insane about baseball. They will chant the entire baseball. Baseball is like soccer over there. Well, like they are insane about baseball. They're cheering. They're beating drums. They're doing all sorts of shit. The entire baseball game. Someone has told me that, and I just thought it was crazy. I'm like, who gets that into baseball? <laughs> oh man, oh, <laughs> who gets that in? Who gets that far into anything over there in Japan? I mean, what Hello Kitty? Who gets out far into Hello? <laughs> The other thing I've heard on the food in Japan is when you go to the restaurants, you're not going to be able to communicate with the waiters, and you're not going to be able to read the menu. So people, like, it lists how much protein is in the food, so you know which one's going to fill you up more. (laughs) Literally just point on the menu. I think think they have grams of protein, and I, I think they also do trans fat over there for some reason. Is trans fat the bad fat? <laughs> I don't care. It's all good fat. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> wait, this, wait, there's a bad fat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's... Uh, hey, uh, I just ran a 12-minute mile the first time in three years the other day, man. I'm so... I'm proud of myself. Oh, who good. Was, who was chasing minutes. you? There you go. Who was chasing me? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my my well. past that's what was chasing me man yeah. oh jesus run faster <laughs> yeah <laughs> no <laughs> outside of japan what else is in store for next year like what else i know you, you i know you don't know your bookings obviously for the year but what else what do you see yourself doing next year what's your goal outside of japan i Okay, so I, I, I started my goals list for next year. All right, so one of the goals I was supposed to complete this year, and I did not, I still have not taken my test for my um, personal training. So that will be top goal number one for as soon as I get back from Japan. As far as wrestling goes, I would like to do the UK. I would like to do a tour of the UK next year. Um, I would like to work more with Impact. I would like to work more with Ring of Honor, and I would like to at least have a WWE tryout. I think I can't see all of those, other than I, I don't know your dedication to the physical training, obviously, but I can't see all of that not happening. Oh, I think like, all you the, have to be I, on the radars. I just actually have to take my test for the thing I've already studied. Okay. I just haven't taken my test, so, so that'll happen. Um, the UK thing. I don't see why that wouldn't happen. Uh, working with the other two again, I mean, as long as I keep my face out there. And like right. you said, like, I don't know. I've been, as of, I've been wrestling for five years now. Uh, I, I think, I think it's time for me to have my tryout, guys. Man, that's the, it, JP, is that not the year? Typically, like, we've been finding a lot this year. Like, isn't that five-year thing like the year? Five it years early to, to get signed, but it's not early to get that tryout. You know what I mean? And you right, want right. to, you know, right. the first tryout, if it happens, awesome. If it doesn't, there's going to be a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and that's just the thing that. is, right? She's got so much fucking drive in her right. backstory. There's not anything that's going to stop her. That's oh, just my opinion. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I know, like, Dylan had his tryout last February and they're still, he's always like doing stuff with them, like side stuff. So it's just like a matter of when sometimes I feel I'm just, you know, trying to stay ready. I, hard work pays off. Yeah. I and mean, sometimes it, all day long. 
Right. And sometimes it's almost better. Like if you would, if you did the thing with Nia Jax and they had signed you right after, like you said, maybe you weren't ready at that time. So if they I had wasn't. signed you and you weren't ready, like you might have burnt that bridge completely. You know what I mean? And I feel that way. Like uh, there was a couple of times, like I said, the first time I went to Rise, it didn't, I, I didn't do my best work. And then the second time, like everything's been up since then. So yeah. I, certain things don't happen for a reason. And I think it's to put that fire in your ass to really push you to get to that next level. Like um, I could have had opportunities with these other, like I wrestled for Ring of Honor one other time. And it wasn't my best match. It was just a quick squash with Kelly. But I felt like I put a better foot forward this time. I felt like I did um, awesome at Impact this past time. It's just. I really feel like I'm getting my best showing now as opposed to if I would have had these opportunities maybe a year or two yeah. ago, I wasn't ready and I was nervous. Like I still get nervous before every match, but it's a different kind of nervous now. If that makes sense. Like I know what I know once I get out that curtain, I know what I'm gonna do and I know that I can do it. And I'm Here's gonna what- do the best that I can, but it's a it's a different kind of nerves now. I can't describe it. And you put it into words, and, and when you say curtain, and you were talking about how you make your living through pro wrestling, and when you guys listen to this and, and support these pro wrestlers, if they're there and they're, they're your favorite thing, just because you that's this is how they make their living. This is this is gas money. This is not. I mean, it's it's old style vaudeville. Sometimes you're going to a show you've never wrestled or met this person in your entire life. You got to put together a match. You got to put together. Um, who's heel, who's face, how we're doing this, how we're going to do it, where's your shine, where's your not, and do it all there. And then if you don't connect with the crowd, you have to rewrite it on the spot. Exactly, exactly. And And like, you're putting your body on the line. Your body. Like, that's the one thing you have for your entire life is your body, and you're putting on the line every time you're in that ring. Man. We've, we've almost we've almost gone for an hour, JP, and we don't want to tell her, her entire story until no. she comes no, back. So. Yeah, we want you when you come back from Japan. Yeah. We want to sit down with you again. Absolutely, and I'm sure I'm going to have tons of stories to tell then too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so right now, for people that want to follow you and your story and get to know you, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, where do they find you and how do they follow you? Okay, so I don't like Facebook. We don't use that much, so don't even bother. Um, we don't really either. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, I am always updating my story. That's Raystar5, R-A-Y-S-T-A-R-5. I'm also a big fan of my Twitter account, which is Ray, R-A-Y underscore L-Y-N. So that's Ray, R-A-Y underscore L-Y-N. Cool. And, uh, oh, and my pro wrestling tease is linked on both of those. So you can just, you know, go over there and buy a t-shirt if you want. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Pro, pro wrestling tease is here for for the pro wrestlers to make their money. This is how they make the money is off the merchandise, off the pictures, off the autographs, off of all this stuff. So just because it's 20 bucks, don't be afraid to give them 25 or 30. It's all right. it's this is how they make their living. This is how they pay for trips to go to Japan and get better. So they can come out and see more and expose stuff. And and you're right, Twitter is just an amazing place for people to interact and and have a good time. And and it's yeah, you get it. Like Twitter it's not- and if you want to see the life of a wrestler, like I I literally post my day through like my Instagram stories. You know, you can see kind of like what I do. And I follow JP. Do you follow? 
I you don't do. follow yet, do you? Do I you do. follow? Uh, as oh, of about two minutes ago, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't follow you back. I don't. I don't use my Instagram a whole ton, so that's. Well, you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to put your head in the picture. That's why, right? Right. Gotcha. <laughs> it says you've never posted before. See. I don't. I'll have to. I'll post something this week. How's that? Yeah. On Instagram. <laughs> Even if it's just a funny meme, everyone loves me. This is true. Everybody loves memes. Everybody loves memes. <laughs> but, so we've got, yeah. we've got everything out of the way. Um, I want to thank you again for taking your time. It's just, it's really cool for us to be able to have. Just huge up and coming um, women in the pro wrestling scene that are making huge strides, being uh, role models not only for my nieces but all all the girls that are out there in the world um, by doing what you do. It's just we want to thank you so much for doing what you do. Oh, thank you guys. I had fun. I can't wait to talk to you when I get back. Yes, and anytime you get anything coming up, just send it out to us, and we'll make sure we share it, retweet it, put it out on Instagram, whatever. Thank you much, guys. Thank you. Cool.